This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, do you know a self-defense event happens in seconds? In the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life can change forever. I pray you're never forced to shoot self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why USCCA exists. Because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 critical response team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. Remember, uscca.com slash G-O-R. What's up, Super Dave? How you doing, man? I'm over here playing technical. Jeez. I see that. You're doing okay. a good job. You get, you, you'll get you get a little uh, bonus in your, your check am there I, for, check for doing IT work. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to see if I can. Alicia, how are you? This nice really lady. Well. Now, Alicia, I heard that you took Action Jackson shooting so he could give you some lessons yesterday. Is that what happened? I think he took me. But yeah, we did go together. It was great. Where'd you guys go? We were up at Escondido Fishing Game for nice. a pistol competition. Nice. Mm-hmm. How'd you do, Jackson? Uh, good. I placed uh, 81st place. 81st place. Congratulations, my friend. Thank wow. you. What were you shooting? A gun. Uh, <laughs> well, of course I was shooting a gun, but not any gun. Not any gun. <laughs> what kind of What gun were you shooting? My gun. Your gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, I, wait. I have a question. Yeah. What is your favorite gun? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I don't know. Can you believe they pulled that trick on you? Uh, what did you shoot? What yeah. were you shooting? What did you shoot, bud? At the competition? Yeah, what kind of <laughs> gun were you shooting? Yeah. My Sig P320 chambered a 9 mil. Nice. Oh, yeah. Did you hit anything? Yes. 81st place, man. <laughs> don't awesome. forget. Don't forget. Tell them what you have uh, milled on the top. What do you have milled on the top? Yeah, what's on the top? A red dot. Nice. Do you like the red dot? Yes. Is this the first time you've used it? No. Oh. I have it on my Glock. So yeah. was this, a, the, the the competition was just open to the public, or was it just a combat open pistol? To, open to those who registered. It was just Action yeah. Jackson. <laughs> anybody, but anybody could show up? Uh, if you registered, correct. Nice. Yep. That's awesome. Not closed off to members. All right. Well, congratulations, guys. Good job on 81st place. And, uh, Did you get a trophy? No. Not yet, huh? If you'd have got 80th, you would have, I'll bet you. Did you find the 82nd guy and taunt him? Yeah, and tell him I beat you. In your mm. face. That was Alicia. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't think. Did, Ali- did Alicia do pretty good? Yeah. You think? Did you give her some pointers, or did she give you some pointers? Uh, I think she gave me some pointers. I nice. think we helped each other. I would think that would be the way it would work, don't you? Yes. Well, good, as long as you had a good time. That's the main thing. All right, everybody, um, Gun Owners Online uh, Auction is happening now. You can actually register right now, and then you'll be able to start bidding, and the last bid will be 8 p.m. on February 16th. 
two days after Valentine's Day. So uh, go ahead and register right now. If you you should you should be getting our email from Gun Owners Radio, or getting an email from Orange County Gun Owners, San Diego County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners. Uh, if you're not on our email list, go to gunownersradio.com, get on the email list. And uh, while you're there, while you're at the uh, at the uh, website, go to shop.gunownersradio.com or just click on the merchandise tab and buy some cool Gun Owners Radio merchandise, T-shirts, hats. Uh, I don't know what else. What else do we have? We have aprons and hand warmers and socks. I think we have Gun Owners Radio Orgyle socks. No. Argyle. What'd you say? Argyle. Yeah. What'd you say? Argyle? Orgyle. No, Argyle. Is it Argyle? Argyle. You're teaching me how to pronounce I'm something. I'm teaching you how to pronounce it. That's how, bad, that's how badly I, I screwed that word up. If you're telling me how to pronounce it. What is it? Argyle? It's Ar- it. Think of the generation he comes from, though. I think he, you know. It is Argyle. He's got some age cred. Okay. Right? It is Argyle. It's Argyle. Right? See? <laughs> Told you so. I didn't know. Do, do you have a pair of Argyle socks? I don't wear socks. Ew, <laughs> that's even worse. You could have went all week without saying that. Uh, Do you wear socks? Yeah. Of course you would, right? Keep your little tootsies warm. Yeah. I agree. Little foot bags. That's right. In fact, there's socks integrated in these shoes I'm wearing. Socks you, integrated wh- in your why shoes? Why does that not... So- and those com- aren't socks, my friend. And those are combat ready, too, right? No, they're Crocs. Oh. Uh, Croc socks? Oh, Croc socks? They have Croc socks? Oh, yes. where each little tootsie goes in have, its own little have, pocket? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So on this episode, we actually have a really cool episode coming up. Uh, Don Shipley, who is a – he's a, uh, he was in the Navy, retired Navy. Um, he was on uh, a couple of different SEAL teams, and now he spends his uh, time busting phony SEALs. And if you haven't seen his YouTube channel, it is enormously entertaining. What is busting? A phony seals. A phony seals. What does that mean? What does that mean? There is no short of an epidemic across the country of people lying and saying that They're they were a, a Navy SEAL. So Soto, he's a SEAL. Say again? The guy that's back east, he's a Republican. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, he says he's been li- he lied as a, all the way in every job he ever had. Oh, I, I don't know if he lied about being a SEAL. He could have been. But it is fascinating. Don Shipley's channel on YouTube and is absolutely And he chases him down and breaks him. People, so he has, we're going to talk about it, but he absolutely uh, calls him up and proves that they're a liar and puts it on video, and it is fascinating. I can't get enough of it. So we reached out to him and said, you got to come on the show. we got to talk about it. And I really I want him to talk about the channel because I want everybody out there to listen to the channel and watch it because it's really entertaining. But there, I, I really want to talk to him about, you know, the psychology of it. You know, like how what Shaming is going people. on here? I saw, a, I saw. I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but I saw a meme once that said, uh, you know, there were 2,305 seals in Vietnam, and I've met all 10,000 of them. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. apparently, this is not a new thing, and it's unbelievable to me. It's really truly unbelievable. So is he calling in? He's calling in. We're going to talk to him for because you know what I want. Three I have a, full segments. The, what, the reason I, the question I want to ask him: How many of the ones that he's busted were never even in the military? It's uh, most a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot. It's almost he and he does this thing where he says because a lot of the guys were in the military. Um, you know, he says, "Hey, I have your DD two fourteen. It says here you were a whatever radio man or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he and he and he always says, you know, that's enough. You should have been proud of that. 
you know, that's enough for just, you to brag about. Just, just the fact you, know, you were in. Yeah. Why go this extra? You know, and I, I always, I thought that was, I thought that was really, I think that's really cool of him to yeah. say that. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think he's got a really great point. And, and just I can't signing imagine, on the dotted line is enough to brag about. Well, and, and I can't imagine anybody that was in would do that. But, I mean, I'm sure there's a percentage I, that will. They've, you're, you're, you would be floored. I can't believe any of these guys are doing it. And the extent that some of them go to, this isn't just – we're not just talking about people who casually at a bar just kind of say, yeah, I was a SEAL once, and that's it. These are people who have built an entire reputation. Some of them have built a business, uh, a business on it. Some of them have gotten, you know, it's it's crazy. Wow. And in this day and age, I can see you trying to get trying to get away with it in in the eighties, but in twenty twenty what twenty twenty three. Thank you, Alicia. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. In twenty twenty three, how are you trying to get away with this? This is crazy. That is insane. And I've actually I heard a story about somebody in, in San Diego that said they were a SEAL for years. And I'm like, geez, not only I mean, in San Diego you're gonna try to buy reliability. Anyway, so that's coming up. We're, there's a two A rally in Arizona that we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're having our online auction. We're going to talk all about that. Very important that you listen to that. It's going to be a very cool auction. Of course, we're going to talk about Newsom's press conference, which was a soup sandwich. Uh, and then we're going to go over some uh, 2A news, another call-in guest, and that's going to be a really, really great show. Stay tuned. Listen to Don Shipley. I uh, can't wait to interview him. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, up next, we have Don Shipley, U.S. Navy, from 1978 to 03 for a full 25 years. He retires the senior chief petty officer, part of SEAL Team 1 and 2, and he's doing his part to protect that valor. Absolutely. Hey, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call our firearms lawyer, John Dillon, especially if you have questions about red flag laws gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws, 760-642-7150. Or you can visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. All right, we're just going to jump in. I have so much to ask and so much to talk about that we're just going to bring them right on the line. Don, are you there? I am. Hello, guys. How are you? Thank you so much for joining uh, Don Shipley from uh, uh, Phony Navy Seal of the Week. Buds class. What was your Buds class? One thirty-one. <laughs> and and can you uh, can you name some of the seals that you served with, sir? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> always, you know, when I do that, I always have that database in front of me, and nobody has ever come close to you know you you can't see the names. I can. I can tell how many guys graduated. I can tell who died, who was foreign. It's one of my favorite ones. Do you have any foreign guys go through your class and things like that? So, uh, yeah. It, it is fat. So I found your channel uh, a few years ago, and I think uh, what I want to do is talk about your channel in this segment, really really go over what, what you do, and then we, I really want to get in a little deeper on some of the folks that you've dealt with and some of the ways you've dealt with them. Um, the, I found your channel and then and was fascinated 
and I got to tell you, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in the military, I didn't serve, um, certainly not a, you know, wasn't in the Navy, certainly not a SEAL, but it's fascinating. You don't have to have any connection to the military um, to be fascinated by by your channel and what you do. And frankly, you're a character. You and your wife are extremely entertaining uh, to, 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 to listen to. You, you do a really great job of editing in um, some personal stuff and funny stuff in, in between uh, you know, busting these phony nails, Navy SEALs. But I found you a few years ago, and then you, you I think, I, I want to talk about this briefly, you just, it kind of disappeared. Didn't YouTube have some issues with you, and then it came back? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, YouTube dishonorably discharged me. <laughs> <laughs> they had enough of me. I, You know, in all honesty, I pushed YouTube's buttons. I used it to, uh, you know, to go after these guys. It was really raw, and the YouTube started changing their policies, and they warned me a bunch of times. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I went for it, and they, they gave me the boot. And so I started another channel. I was Buds131, and now I'm former Buds131. <laughs> so I'm back in, and they're crisis. They don't have any problem with me. So uh, what, what did yeah, you have to do? Yeah. How did how did you what did you have to do to change the show so that so that YouTube's happy? Nothing. 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 Right. Uh, you just watch how much you're putting out. You know, I would really I'd really go after some of these guys that would uh, really bad ones. Okay, so let, let, let's get into it. let's talk about what that means. Now you got out of the Navy in what? Oh, oh, four? 2003. 2003. You got out of the Navy in 2003. Uh, channel came on a couple years ago. What led to that? What What happened between 03 and and uh, you starting the channel that made you? What was the catalyst? Well, it's the uh, internet. You know, the picking up of the internet. You know, I had gotten out of the Navy, and we always, you know, back then, you know, I was married in San Diego, 40 in 1982. Me and my wife were out there for a long time, 10 years. Uh, and a lot of that is a seal. But you would always hear that. It's like hearing your name at a party over loud music. You turn around and you look at it, and we would hear that seal bomb get dropped, and we'd go over and, you know, we we didn't like that stuff. We were pretty rough boys, so you you, yeah, we'd loosen a few teeth when we heard that. Uh, and then as it progressed in, some of the you know I got mentored into this. There were guys doing this before. We had Vera Seal, Athena Seal. The whole SEAL database was started by a Navy SEAL Vietnam vet to combat the epidemic of SEAL imposters. Hmm. And him and his wife painstakingly went through, were given access, all the classes from 1943 to today's present day uh, SEAL to combat that. The other services are starting to catch up. And I would do that. I was mentored into this program. You had to have a calm, cool head uh, about you and a former SEAL mentored me in, and I took his spot. Well, what we would do is if you asked me if Bob Smith was a SEAL, I would simply check the name, and I would write you a detailed letter of verification back, and then that was it. Whatever you wanted to do with Bob, you did. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you'd get a shot of Bruce Lee and a couple of bottles of loudmouth, and you'd call him out of the BFW, but it stayed between you two, and it wasn't going anywhere. These were repeat guys. It was constant, you know, the, well, the 20 be a day how did people so, know to reach out to uh, you like when when this is going on like how did how did you know how did they know to reach out to you uh i put it up on my website i had another extreme seal but the uh there were other like the pow network pownetwork.org 
uh, people could check with them. They would search this and they would see where they could go to check. And uh, gotcha. so, you know, it started like that, but it wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't doing any good. You were just working so hard to verify these. And then I, I decided to take it to the Internet and that's you know, I hit it up on YouTube. And I think that probably all got started from Facebook when I would put them up on Facebook and the reaction and guys blasting them up there. And I always like the punishment fit the crime before I'm going to put you up there. You've done something pretty, pretty bad. Well, I'll correct your deficiency. Let's put it that way. I didn't like that. And there's a lot of guys that have paid the ultimate price for this and all the things that we did. And, you know, when you tell someone you're a Navy SEAL, it, it instantly builds trust in people. Don't ask me why it's not, you know, but it does. And that's how people take advantage of you. They drop that SEAL bomb really quick and mm-hmm. look out. Uh, people only do it for a couple of reasons, to profit from it, uh, that they're underachievers and they just need some uh, respect in their lives. And so uh, you just have to figure out why somebody, that's what I always tell the uh, gals and people, why would he tell you that? What is he up to? What would he do that for? Well, the answers there. And I think that's an important, Don, that's, that's I, I, when, I'm, when I tell people about your, your channel, explaining just how bad it is 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 the hard part it's not just a guy sitting on a bar stool who casually mentions once yeah as a navy seal these are people who have built an entire life on the, on on the idea that they served in the navy as as a seal and it's really bad like they've you know they have their living rooms full of fake awards and they have websites with with you know you know accolades and whatever some of them have trident tattoos. It, it's crazy. Like, wh- is it? What are what are some of the worst examples of of uh, you know of uh, people pretending to be a seal that you've seen? Well, seals don't get trident tattoos. That's frowned upon. We do it anyhow. Uh, seals don't like telling people they're seals because it comes off as kind of right. We're not comfortable doing that. And I'm not going to avoid it, but it would take you about five questions if I'd met you on the street before I'd tell you I was a SEAL. you say, well, what do you do? Well, I'm retired. Oh, retired from what? I'm retired from the Navy. Oh, what ship were you on? Well, I wasn't on a ship. Well, where were you? I was at Little Creek. Well, what did you do? I was a SEAL. That phone is going to extend that hand immediately and start dropping the SEAL stuff Plus, you know, the jumping out of planes and locking out of submarines. And when you're telling the average person that, it kind of makes you feel like you've got a swelled head or you're braggadocious or something. We don't like it, but they uh, they certainly do. But the trident tattoo, when you get a trident tattoo on you, it, it instantly, oh, my gosh, he must be a SEAL. He's got a tattoo. We've even had them burn tridents into their arm. Jeez. And they tell them that all SEALs do that, that they, they will go out of their way uh, to... Make it believable. The guy I dealt with last night, he's up on my website, was a photoshopping genius. And uh, the fake DD-214. And uh, he really had these gals twisted all up in circles. They'll do anything to uh, keep that lie going. And I just undo them. That's, I don't really go after the phony specifically. I go after the story. Mm. And so the next time you hear a story like that, whether it comes from a Marine or an Army claim or anything, you go, I heard that before. It's Shipley guy. They all tell the same stories. So. Yeah, you, you don't really, you don't, you don't insult them. You don't, I've certainly never seen you, you know, physically go after anybody. But you, you like you said, you attack the story um, viciously. 
um, and and without you know with, without any regrets, <laughs> you go after their story, and it, it kind of it gets to the point where I think uh, I think if you watch about four or five of your videos, uh, you know you, you you start to see it coming. You know all these guys make make a lot of the same mistakes. They say a lot of the same thing. You know it's classified. You know you're not seeing me on the database because you know it's classified. I worked for the CIA or whatever. And uh, you know it's it's just absolutely crazy. Do you think it's getting worse with, with you know I would I would think that the invention and of the internet um, that this kind of thing would all just go away and that maybe some of these stolen valor guys or guys that lied about it in the eighties and nineties when it was easy to get away with it. Do you find that it's getting worse or better? Well, uh, I heard you before I got on mentioning phonies in San Diego, and it's real prevalent in San Diego and Little Creek because the guys are in the media all the time. They're always talking about seals in the local news. And you'd be surprised how many phonies there are in San Diego, right under your nose or in Little Creek, Virginia, Norfolk area. Uh, and I forgot what the heck you were asking me. <laughs> I was asking, is it getting better or worse? Is the internet making it better or worse? I know it's making it easier to uncover them, but are there more people lying about being a SEAL today or, or fewer? No, there's more. It's the age of the internet, but uh, the guys really now are coming. It's really getting really so bad because of how much we're taking care of the Iraq Afghanistan vets. You know, I think the, uh, the Vietnam guys, you know, were just kind of disrespected and you know, all this other stuff. But now we're really lavishing these guys. We really highlight them as heroes and, and all this other stuff. And there's no shortage of guys that want to jump in that line. And uh, they just start making these. You know, the guy I'm going to post up on YouTube tonight is a classic example. He was an interior communications guy on a ship in the Navy. He did his time. He should have been good enough. Uh, Should have been he, good enough. I love that you say that. You you say that a number of times to guys that serve. You you know, hey, that should have yeah. been good enough. That's you should have been proud of just that. And I think that that's an enormously, I just think that's an enormously respectful and touching thing to tell somebody, despite the fact that they're sitting there, they're lying, and they're you know they're still committing stolen stolen valor. I still think that's an enormously classy thing to say. Um, oh, we're gonna go to a break. We're gonna come right back with Don Shipley. Uh, we're going to talk more about uh, Phony Seal of the Week. All right, folks, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio. Somebody keeps turning this up. I blame Brendan. Yeah, I don't blame Brendan. Thanks, guys. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Orange County Gun Owners is dedicated to preserving and restoring Orange County self-defense rights. If you live in Orange County and want to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, you need to join ocgunowners.com slash join. Orange County Gun Owners is the do-something organization to restore and defend the Second Amendment. Volunteers at a shooting social or at a gun shop, a tabletop, and help more pro-gun local officials get elected. Save the date. Orange County Gun Owner Prom is May 20th. It is a blast. Become a member. Join Orange 
ocgunowners.com slash join. Okay, we're here with Don Shipley from Phony Seal of the Week. His YouTube channel is endlessly entertaining. And Don, do you remember back in the early 2000s when some miners got caught in a, uh, they got caught in a mine, it flooded, and, and the Navy, they flew the Navy in to help them get out. Do you remember that? And it was in Pennsylvania? Uh, no, I don't. Well, it it made uh, it made national news. It was very, very. Uh, it was this. It, 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 you know, these miners got caught, and they flew in the Navy, and they uh, they helped rescue them, and they made sure that they uh, you know decompressed them so they didn't have the bends because they were actually having the same effect with with the the pressure uh, uh, that that was that was happening. Anyway, my dad was a part of that. He was he was a my dad's a retired Navy captain. He's a physician. He did uh, diving research. And uh, he got to go on CNN and give the report. And uh, when the reporters heard that they were sending the Navy in, they all said, "Oh, they're sending in seals!" You know, immediately they're sending in seals. They're sending in, oh, the Navy sending in the seals. So they introduced my dad and they said, "Here's a U.S. Navy SEAL uh, Captain Schwartz." And my dad walks up to the microphone and in front of the entire nation on CNN, his first words were, uh, first off, I'm not a SEAL." <laughs> And I thought that was endlessly entertaining because of what you're saying. We, I think everybody that's been anywhere near the military or, or, the, or the Navy or SEALs knows that is a big no-no. You do not pretend to be what you are not. So, so Don, let me ask you a question. I, I served back in the 60s. I, I can't even conceive saying I was something that I wasn't. I, I can't even conceive it. Well, there's plenty of guys that do, and for a lot of different reasons. They just, some of them just get caught up in a BFW one night, and I said, you know, they've had a couple belts, and it just comes out, and then they can't get out of it. And there's very few things a guy won't do to get next to a good-looking woman and get her out of that uh, bar. So he drops a seal bomb on her. And the next day, you know, he's like, okay, I'm I'm stuck. Now we're going to get in a relationship. I'm stuck on a lot of it is really, it just somehow comes up harmless. Uh, but then it takes on a whole uh, new level to the point where I have the, the kids, the widows contacting me. It's, it's steady. They want seal pallbearers to go to their dad's funeral. And I'm the one who's got to tell them, you know, that guy that taught you how to ride a bike and bought you a BB gun and bailed you out all that trouble in school has been lying his ass off to you your, his whole life. And it's just, it's so devastating to, to, to take the wind out of them like that mm. uh, and it, it, it's a it's a yeah, there's a, a lot of it it's uh, sometimes this is a very difficult thing that i do and i get involved in a lot of different relationships with people for different reasons but uh, yeah, it's fast and varied and they all seem to a lot of them double down which surprises me when you when you catch them you know and, and they and it's clear that you know more than they do and it's clear that that they're lying. It, uh, it I've noticed anyway that a lot of them double down. They'll they'll call you back to try to convince you. Um, you know, is that it, it, have I noticed that? Is that is that pretty common? Well, it's you know when you, and you hear it in this term, you know that there's when you get a guy and you put his back up against a wall like mm-hmm. that and, and call him out. There's very they got to come out at some way, you know, they're not going to, guys will take that stuff to the grave and they, it's really hard for them to fess up and confess. There has been a number of them that have done it. It was a mistake. They're never going to make it again. And there's a, 
yeah, you've pulled the rug out from under them. It's very hard for them to admit that they've done that because they have, you know, and that's where I go now with this. You know, I need some help from somebody that knows them. You've got to be on the phone with me, get the energy. And they're very reluctant to hang up if they know you're on the line with them and you've heard all these stories. And that's where they uh, start spilling it. But uh, at some point, they, they, they will come clean with that spouse most of the time. Or they're just really strange guys, and they're never going to do it. You get some really strange guys that do this. And so, you know, I don't answer my phone anymore. You'll leave a message because I know, have no idea who's about to call me and get all over me about something. So I've had some real run-ins with these guys, and uh, they're very strange. They're very strange. Now, what do you – is there um, – it's so bizarre. The whole thing is so crazy. Is there um, – t- talk to people about – because I've definitely learned just by watching and, and hearing you talk about it. Um, why is this bad? Tell people if, – if people are, are listening and they maybe never even heard of this before or, or just don't really understand, maybe they didn't serve, didn't really understand, why is it bad? What's, what's the big deal about uh, Stolen Valor? Well, it's the big deal about the lie. And that's a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, I've had people come at me before, you know, the guy's a liar. What do you care? You know, you, why would you do that to somebody that's just lying about that? Well, you want uh, a teacher teaching your kids that who's faking her credentials and look at some of the stuff that goes on in Washington now. This uh, latest guy that faked up his whole resume is college. Was it Santos or some stuff? Yeah. Somebody needed to call him out. They, they get cornered for that. And uh, some of it is really, really dark, sinister, pedophile stuff, you know, really brutal guys that do this and uh, work their way in. And, uh, yeah, so well, I, I do it. I combat that, and I try to, because when I take down a fake Navy SEAL and that story, I've not taken down just a ton of fake Navy SEALs. I've taken down a bunch of fake Marines and fake Rangers, you know, they all tell the same stuff. And so yeah, I, I, I get after. But but you served you uh you, you served as a seal. Um, my my little knowledge I know of of your family is you, you have a whole family. Your wife served. Your uh, I believe her father served. I think that you have oh, yeah. brothers that served. Your son served. I believe he's also a seal. You come from a a, a rich family full of uh, people that served in the military. What does it mean to you guys when when someone uh, you know lies about service or, or lies about what they did? Uh, it's you know I tell you the, the fake stuff is the only thing we have our inner service rivalries. You know the Navy and Marine Corps are famous for theirs. You know and they going after the Air Force. You know it's just the only thing that brings the five services together: Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, is our equal distaste for fakes. I mean, just, there's one thing we can all agree on, and that's that. And this this is not a new phenomenon. This goes back to the you know, uh, Valley Forge, Gettysburg. But the, the guys could only project that BS a few stools down the local pub. Yeah. Now with the Internet, they can be anyone they want. These uh, dating scams, the Nigerian scams, I, I, I get it constantly. You know, they're a Navy SEAL. And the, the woman finally writes me and says he's a SEAL in Syria. I was like, okay, you met this guy online, right? So you're diffusing a lot of this, uh, you know, the online uh, things and the, just the, the criminal activity. And, you know, and God bless the police and FBI, but they have better stuff to do. This is not, uh, you know, this stolen valor uh, is against the law, but it's reserved for the very worst of the worst. The guys uh, that buy and manufacture medals of honor, 
a very high dollar. I, I did A.J. Dickin. I went to work on that clown for three years. And A.J. had ripped off two surgeons and 16 African nations for 400 million bucks. Jeez. And the only way they got him was a felon in possession with an automatic weapon. They went back at AJ. That's all they got him on. And, uh, you know, it took me a long time to undo. They're so good sometimes that I call it the game of ping pong. I write about it on my website. And that happened to me yesterday with this phony. I tell him he's a phony. They confront him. And the phony comes back with something. And here they go. They knock the ball back in my court. And I got to hit it back. And then they hit it back. And uh, it's a very frustrating uh, process. And that's where you're going to get the worst of me as a phony. It depends on how hard I have to work. Uh, and it just starts. I've been doing this a long time. I, I calculated that. But I've verified over 40,000 fake Navy SEAL claims in the uh, 12 years 40, or so. 40,000. I had no idea. 40,000 people. These are just the ones that you've, you've, uh, you've worked on. I mean, think of how many more are out there. 40,000. Well, it's the verification. So if you ask me, you know, my old gym teacher used to say he was a SEAL. You know, I'll check it, and I don't pursue any of that. There's not enough hours in the day. But, you know, when you write, you really need some help, especially the ladies, the concerned parents. You know, these phonies do such a number on families uh, to separate the daughter. That's their victim. They will get them, and, the, you know, the, the first thing a phony does when he's trying to get that, that narcissism is separate that woman from anyone in her life in a decision-making, leadership, influence. And that's the parents. And they start that pillow talk, and they drive a wedge between them. They frighten them terribly. Our phones are tapped. Snipers are watching us. If you attempt to check on me, whistles are going to go off at the Pentagon. You know, uh, you'll blow our cover. All these guys are trying to assassinate me. It's terrible what they do, but really to the families, they wreck them. And then, you know, there's not enough time to say you're sorry when you finally wake up and you've lost your uh, last dime to these guys and just broken hearts and drained bank accounts. They're horrible. So if, if somebody is guilty of stolen valor and they've, uh, to whatever degree, um, is there any coming back? Like how, how can how can a person, um, in your opinion, um, if, if they have done something horrible like, like that? Now, it, it, if it, what you just described is probably, you know, beyond. But let's say somebody does lie about their service record and, you know, they get busted. And, you know, how do, how do they make up for that? How can you come back from that? Well, I like the punishment fit the crime. If you watch those, you, you wouldn't believe the number I pass on these guys versus the ones I really go after because of the story. But I often talk, I talk to women all day long. And I ask him, you know, is he, she's so distraught and you know, so in love with this guy. I mean, the steel bomb and just something didn't make sense. These guys all get outed because they tell the wrong story to the wrong person. Or they tell one story and then it changes a little bit and I get the call. And especially the gals. And so I start on him, you know, does he take care of you? Is he mean to you? Abusive? Is he good with kids and shit like that? So, yeah, he's fine. Like, you know, my dad, I had my best friend growing up was a big BSer, horrible. And my dad got me one day and he said, you can still be friends with him as long as you know he's BSing. So it doesn't always have to be an end all for that. And I've saved a lot of relationships, you know, that, you know, it's harmless. All right, Don. Hey, we're one pl- more segment. We're playing music for you. One more segment. We're going we're gonna to come back with them. So sit back, relax. We'll be right back with Don on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer.
folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Inland Empire Gun Owners strive to be the ounce of prevention in the fight for your gun rights. How do they do it? They do it by fundraising, getting local pro-gun candidates elected. So become a member today. Go to iegunowners.com slash join and join the growing number of responsibly gun owners stepping up to defend our Second Amendment rights. That's iegunowners.com slash join. We're talking with Don Shipley from his uh, YouTube channel, Phony Navy Seal of the Week. And uh, Don, I think one of the most entertaining, as, as fascinating as it is to watch you uh, you know, uncover these phony Navy SEALs. I think that your wife, Diane, is just an awesome addition uh, to your videos, and she cracks me up endlessly. And uh, I got to tell you, if I were a phony Navy SEAL, I think I'd be I'd be just a, a touch more afraid of her <laughs> than I would be even you. I mean, she is so passionate and so great on your channel. Well, she's always mothered all these seals up, you know, yeah, very close to everyone in Little Creek. And, and you know, we couldn't keep our clothes out of the dry cleaner when the height of the Iraq uh, Afghanistan wars were going on. The number of seals were killed and going over there. So she's she's really passionate about it. She mothers those boys up and she just really doesn't like this. So I have to kind of muzzle her sometimes because she's <laughs> going to just throw that Tennessee stuff out of there and, uh, yeah, she can really get lit up. And me and her were traveling at one point. What, what we were going to do is uh, take this on the road, and we did it. And we, I would drive to Georgia, Florida. We flew to Washington State, Maryland, uh, Texas, and we would confront these guys in person. And she was the one they, <laughs> oh, boy, I think her in. You know, put Diane back in the car and keep her. You know, she's a. Uh, She's tough. She's very tough. I wouldn't mess with her. I wouldn't mess with you, but I, I definitely wouldn't mess with her. Um, she's, uh, she's absolutely just endlessly entertaining. I really like that part about your, uh, about your videos. When you, when you, when you guys have conversations, you talk about some of the things you've got, you know, done in the past. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, meeting in the Navy and and everything else, I think it's endlessly entertaining. You said something really interesting in the last segment where you talked about, you know, you, you said, uh, you know, that, uh, post Vietnam, you know, people were kind of, we're, we're disrespectful towards military in general, especially, uh, I, and I, I think it's a really good point. And then post nine 11, maybe, uh, it started to change post Iraq number one. Um, but especially with special ops guys, it seems like you can almost take a look at some of the Hollywood movies that came out and the, the portrayal of special ops has done a one eighty. back in the eighties, special ops guys, whether they were green berets or seals or whatever, they were crazy, you know, there were some, you know, whatever maniacal evil villain that they were fighting, you know, used to be some kind of special forces or special ops guy. Um, they were, you know, mentally, you know, unstable. You know, if you look at movies like Rambo, you look at movies like uh, The Abyss, you know, where the guy got the shakes and, and, and went crazy. Um, a lot of just, I'll, you name the movie in the 80s, and it started to fade in the 90s, and then I noticed... I think probably the first very realistic portrayal of special ops guys and the difference between special ops and then their um, personality and the way uh, maybe, you know, uh, conventional forces was Black Hawk Down. And uh, it was an, a, 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 the very limited experience I've had with meeting special operations guys and, and the calm professionals that they are, even in the face of 
you know, horrible combat that really came through um, in that movie and, of course, in the book. And I think that kicked off a very different portrayal, and, 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 and special ops guys, especially SEALs, became rock stars. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? First off, am I, am I anywhere near accurate? And second, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, go quickly to uh, Vietnam. There were a little over less than 250 SEALs that ever served in Vietnam through the whole 10 years of it. Uh, but they are the number one targeted group for imposters. Everybody's a SEAL Vietnam vet. It's the same guy I did last night, same guy I'm going to load up on YouTube. That is the number one fake claim. And somebody tells you they were a Navy SEAL in Vietnam, your antennas ought to shoot right out of the top of your head. But when Green Berets came out with John Wayne, there was that phenomenon of everybody turned themselves into a Green Beret. Top Gun came out. Now everybody's a fighter pilot, even to the point of the hunt for Red October. It was so, I'm on a submarine, you know, and they, 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 they just kind of coast the way the tides come in and out. But when I became a SEAL, uh, when I joined the Navy, there were the recruiting stations had ships, submarines, you know, jets. You can't go in a recruiting office today, and it's, the place is lined up with SEAL stuff. There's no ships anymore. It's all Navy SEAL stuff, and that just kills guys. But they'll blow any way they can, and if you... No, one key thing, I listen very closely to these stories, and you'll see that. You'll go, I know that movie. I know where he stole that from because in their little pea brain, they can watch a movie scene and just start contorting it into their own uh, stories. So, yeah, a lot of it comes from a Rambo, Navy SEAL movie. You'll see it uh, no matter what it is. It could be the Sands of Iwo Jima, but they like that scene and they contort it into their own. So you got to watch a lot of movies. Do, do you think that change in attitude is – I think it's good. I think it's great that, that these special ops you, guys – That's because you can recite Red Dawn <laughs> from front to rear. Well, he, he – yeah, yeah, well, you know. Right? That was very influential. Yeah. See? Yeah. See, he can actually – I'm telling you. He can sit down and give you the whole movie. You just need popcorn. I'm a little bit of a Red Dawn nerd. Oh, my yeah. goodness. But I think that well, that you're, you're watching Red Dawn. You can contort that scene where Patrick Swayze executes that his buddy, and yeah. turn that into a whole seal story. And then you listen to it, and you go, "Mike, where did that where did that story come from? We were in the snow and fire, and one of our guys was wearing a wire and routed us out." They do that, and uh, yeah, I'm good but at I, it. But I, I, have to watch I think I think that change. I think that attitude towards military and, and again special ops guys in general. I think it's a good thing. Uh, you know that that you guys have, are rock stars now. I don't know. Is it? Do you think it's it's hurt or do you think it's helped or it, it seems to me on the surface from you know from the cheap seats that uh, you know these guys that are doing you know such hard work in the in in uh, you know in in a, in a combat zone or whatever it seems like that's a really good thing. You know that that people are respectful of uniforms and 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 the job that they do as opposed to you know the world we were in post uh, Vietnam. Well, I always say, you know, we do a good enough job screwing up uh, our own stuff. We don't need any help from the uh, the phonies. Uh, that's after. But, yeah, everybody, uh, there's a lot of guys that really just get into that special operations world, and they just start losing uh, their mind. But, um, yeah. Well, that's, I think it's amazing. It's amazing what you do. I think your, your channel is uh, endlessly entertaining. Um, is there anything, I mean, you see, you think you're going to be doing this for, for years or any changes coming along? Anything you want us to keep an eye out for? 
I think out of all the guys that have been before me, I'm the guy that has uh, held longevity here doing this. And it's just become a part of my life now with the whole YouTube thing. I've just taken it the extra step. And a lot of guys have done some very good things in the stolen power world. And there's a lot of others that are catching up, special forces, rangers, marines. There's uh, websites out there, This Ain't Hell, and uh, Guardians of Valor, Guardians of the Green Beret. You know, they're really doing a good job of being able to verify and check on some of these uh, other claims. But Navy SEALs will always be at the top of the uh, food chain for that. They just... I don't know the difference between a SEAL and a Green Beret, but uh, you know, I'll tell you this. They're all claiming to be Navy SEALs, but on Veterans Day, they all put on a Marine Corps uniform. They love the Marine Corps dress blue uniform, and so they switch it. They'll go from one service to the other depending on the parade, and Veterans Day is a big day for yeah. I You should see the pictures I get from Veterans Day parades all over the country. But, right. Yeah. So, Don, I have a question. Get your Arby's. So, Don, I have a question for you. So you, you have resources that the average person's not going to have. If, if there is somebody out there that, that comes across someone making these claims that they just want to be able to verify, is there, what path could someone take? Where do we go? If we, you know, whether it's, whether it's someone like someone at maybe a potential dating situation, an employment, if we need to verify what's being stated, what can we do? Where do we go? There is, a is there, lot or is there anything that we can there do? To go. I will tell you the very best one. Right now, to get to me, I verify all the SEAL claims, uh, the special forces. It's POW, Prisoner of War Network. And the POW Network got its start to get an accurate counting of all the prisoners of war <clears throat> still missing in Vietnam. And it was run by Chuck and Mary Shantag. And Chuck died. Mary is the only one there. She stays at her computer. She files for these records. You send her a phony SEAL claim, she's going to send it to me. You want to check a Green Beret claim, she has those guys. The only guys easier to verify than SEALs are pararescue guys. Air Force pararescue have detailed databases, nicknames of all the guys, and have access to that in the SWIFT database. So there are things out there, and you can get the records. And uh, the records center due to COVID had a terrible backlog, and they are feverishly really catching up well of doing that, but uh, Mary will accurately file. You can't, people make terrible mistakes when they file a Freedom of Information Act request. You have to have very specific information, and Mary will dig that up and file for it correctly. And if anybody can donate 10 or 20 bucks to her for her hard work, then do that. But if you got a SEAL claim, she's going to fire it off to me, and then I send it back, and the world's a better place. But she is by far the very best resource out there. these government sites and trying to pull somebody's records through it gets it gets tough. And she has additional resources. Mary's not the person you'd want upset with you. She's very powerful, That's Marine awesome. or widow. That's awesome. And, right. and to find your channel, you just go to what? Just phony Navy SEAL of the Week, Don Shipley, Google it and boom, you should Bud's one thirty one. You'll find a phony Navy SEAL of the week is the easiest one. And if you ever want to check a SEAL claim, just uh, verify a fake Navy SEAL claim, and you'll get right to me. All right, buddy. Hey, we've you, really Don. enjoyed having you on. Thank you very much. We will definitely get you back down the road. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back. There's a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer.
Don't touch my... Hi, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. In the Empire, gun owners strive to be the ounce of prevention in the fight for your local gun rights. How do they do it? They do it by fundraising and getting local pro-gun candidates elected. Become a member today. Go to iegunowners.com slash join and join the growing number of responsible gun owners stepping up to defend our Second Amendment right. That's iegunowners.com slash join. I don't know what happened. Let's think the volume I don't know just either. The volume off. We have Brandon. Brandon. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. My ears. I'm always game playing for this. I don't know what I do. I'm in one studio. You guys Dude. are in like a five mile studio. Then there's a ghost <laughs> messing with the knobs. It's, it's the KCBQ ghost. The most professional gun owners radio show you'll hear all day. Yes, indeed. Prize winner. Actually, we don't know who won this week. Somebody signed up for the, uh, for the Gun Owners Radio newsletter and won a t-shirt congratulations we'll send it right out to you yeah all you have to do is just call us just <laughs> if you want to win a prize probably a gun owners radio t-shirt worn by yeah, uh Mr. Stahl. handsome stall over there uh join the email newsletter by going to gunownersradio.com slash subscribe and you can be entered to win i would just call up now or send an email and say you won yeah, how many do you think we get I don't know. 30, 40,000. Email Dave Stahl. Oh, at- no, 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 no. <laughs> Send it to Action Jackson, <laughs> care of Dog Patch. Yes, do, you, please. do you have an email address? Of course he does. Yes. He looks at his mom. He's not well, sure. Well, of course, because he has to. Well, he's top secret. <laughs> it's it classified. In, keeps it in his top secret box. By the way, while you're at gunownersradio.com, go buy some merch. Merch. Gun Owners Radio merch. You can also what go kind to, of merch? Well, you can get hats, you can get T-shirts, you can get. Can uh, you say socks? Socks. If you want some socks? Why would you put socks? On? We, there's a, I believe there's a Gun Owners Radio Cumberbund. If you want to get really? a, really? Yeah, we're fancy, you man. You're high dollar, dude. <laughs> you are so high dollar. You what like about? those proms, don't you? Uh, do I ever? I know. Do I ever? We have some Gun Owners Radio uh, branded capris. In case you want to. Mercury? No. <laughs> nice. Exactly, a Mercury Capri. Great, yeah, that's a that is the vehicle of gun owners radio. My first vehicle was a Mercury, not was a Capri it? though. Yeah. Was it a Capri? A no, Mercury Marauder. Wasn't that cool? Was it a Marauder? Two door hardtop, back window. Oh rolled gosh, no, it was a little four door. Loud pipes. Something. For the record, I was talking about the short pants. Oh, the short capris. pants. <laughs> oh, like uh, the short the Lululemons. Oh, speaking of pants, <laughs> yes, I got in my pants that I ordered last week. Nice, the, nice. Uh, what was who was her? What was her name again? Oh, Ditari. Yes, yes. So I got them in. I need a size down. I'm happy to say. Oh, you. So I'm gonna send it back. Congratulations. But but there are so many neat features in them that she didn't even talk about. I got them. I'm like, what? What's the feature she didn't talk about? So one thing that the first thing I noticed is that on the inside there's like a. On the on the pant leg, the lower first of all, the lower pant leg unzips all the way up to the knee. So if you need to address or you know whether it's boots or foot gear, you need to high waist them. Whatever you need to do, you can actually unzip them all the way up from the the base up to the knee. Um, and then on the inside, there's a there there are rows of snaps so you can adjust the height of the pant. Just a temporary, oh, yeah, of a temporary. It, it's ki- it's it. kind of a neat system, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. the The fabric is very thick, like ripstop. It's Good thick, Very warm. yeah. Good thick. Good. It's good. it's thick, but it's it's got a lot of give. 
Is it ventilated? I mean, are you going to start? Sweating? I haven't found any ventilation, but it could be. There's, there's, a, there's a lot. Well, she got to get, she got to the right size. Yeah, first. I got to get the right and size. And then she gonna, you can do a review, a I can. product group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you ordered the wrong size. Well, I was in between sizes, and I decided to size up, and I should have gone the other way. Some of the wrong size. When, when Don't women you love it when you do that. It's, when a, happy, women, it's a happy problem. When yeah. women get clothes, it's not, it's not wrong. It's just <laughs> a, a different interpretation. Well, yeah. So. And how easy is it to order clothes? online and get the right fit easy not easy i, I don't know what the right answer is i don't it's not easy right jackson not at all thank you okay we got it we, listen this is a very cool thing that we're going to talk about here next there is a 2a rally in arizona and we wanted to go right to the source and see what was going on so we have invited cheryl todd on to talk about it cheryl are you there i am here hello how are you fantastic to hear from you how are you I'm so good. Anytime I get a chance to hang out with you guys, even if it's over the phone. <laughs> well, we're so, happy to have you. Yes, ma'am. What, now, what do you got cooking in Arizona? So we have our 10th annual Celebrate and Protect the Second Amendment rally coming up on Saturday, February 18th, 2023, of course. And it'll be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We've got 30 awesome speakers. We've got food trucks and vendors and a junior patriot park for the kiddos. And it's just a really cool, family-friendly, festival-style event to bring everybody out together to, to build relationships and, and just really celebrate. That's cool. I like that, celebrating. That's not, You know, sometimes when you hear the word rally, people... Uh, I think that it it, 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 it it can cause some worry. I like the fact that what you just the way you just described it is perfect. That's awesome. Um, is there now? Is there a catalyst? Is there or, or just a, hey, let's let's you know bring some attention and have some fellowship? So a group called Writers USA uh, started this event ten years ago, and they at the time there was you know there's always a threat against yeah. a right you yep. know. And there was some particularly egregious thing going on, and they had such a good reaction that they just kept meeting every year right around Arizona's birthday, which is part of, you know, where that whole celebrate thing came in. Well, when I met this group probably six years ago or so, then I started bringing uh, speakers in that I knew from all across the nation because of our, our radio sh- our podcast now, Gun Freedom Radio. Uh, I just have this huge network of people that live in Arizona, live in states where they used to have their freedom, and maybe they can be our cautionary tale about, here's kind of what went wrong in our state, here's how you guys can head it off in your state. But for me and my team, you know, it, it was very important that we kept it as, you know, let's focus on the positive. There is really more good going on than bad and if we're celebrating we're gonna we're gonna realize the value of the thing the second amendment here in arizona it's actually uh article 2 section 26 in our state constitution but we still call it the the two-way rally yeah i i like that i i i believe you're right i think there is more good than uh, happening than bad and and of course just this week we had a horrible press conference from with from our horrible governor um so there's a lot a lot of work that we have to do and a lot of a lot to be worried about but i still 
firmly believe that, you know, California, of course you're in Arizona, but California ha- actually has a very rich and full Second Amendment history, and I believe that we are going to have a rich and full Second Amendment future. I love the positive attitude. I think that's great. Any Who else? Any names? Any any? You want to drop any names of some folks that may or may not be there? Well, absolutely. Uh, and some of these are local folks and some of these are nationwide folks. But um, we've got Antonia Okafer. She's with the Gun Owners of America now. She's wonderful. Sure. Isn't she awesome? Yep. And she's a new mom. She's just amazing. Um, there's a lady named Rhonda Mary. And if your listeners haven't heard of her, run to Instagram and do the at sign Rhonda underscore Mary. She is such an up and coming. Um, I, I want to say star in the advocacy movement because she, she's engaging and funny and lighthearted, but she talks about how to carry well, if you're a female, how to carry concealed well, and she takes our rights so seriously. There's a gentleman here in Arizona that last July 3rd was at a, just a, a neighbor's party. Uh, his name is Raul Mendez, and some guy, somebody from the neighborhood, walked into the house and started shooting people. Hmm. Well, Raul got shot in the head, used his concealed carry firearm, and stopped the threat. Wow. Good for that guy. I'm so sorry that happened, everybody, yeah. but fantastic that he was able to defend himself. Thank you Absolutely. so much. If people are interested and want more details on the 2A rally in Arizona, where do they go? The 2ARallyAZ.com. The 2ARallyAZ.com. Right? No, leave the the off. Sorry. Okay. 2ARallyAZ.com. <laughs> 2 Thank you so much. Thanks, kid. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You know, a lot of companies are unhappy with their website. It looks old. It's out of date. It's just not getting customers. But Sage Street gets it. Since 2005, Sage Street has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. Stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact Sage Street today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is super easy. Call 866-728-9100, 866-728-9100. Get your website fixed today. All right, so have you checked out the online auction yet, Dave? Uh, No. You haven't, you haven't seen You haven't checked it out? I've, I've All kinds seen of it, cool stuff. I yeah. did drive to El Paso for the auction? back in two days. Oh, uh, wow. Cannonball run? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. I was just checking, uh, following up on Biden just to make sure that the place was still clean. Well, tonight, uh, when you get home, check out the auction. Uh, Alicia, have you checked it out yet? Right now. You're checking Ooh, it out right now. She hadn't done it either. I Boy, feel better. Nobody's doing that. This is why we have to have these segments. I know. Jackson's checked it out. He's already tried to put in a couple of bids. I know, but his mom wouldn't let him have a credit card. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, we're having a very cool auction. What's on with this cool? Uh, We're going to bring Heather Hawk, who is the executive director of Orange County Gun Owners, to talk about exactly how cool this uh, auction is. Heather, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you? 
I'm doing pretty good. We had a busy weekend up here in Orange County, so. <laughs> Did you? You know, you have some Orange County uh, representative uh, uh, representation here in the uh, studio today. I saw that. I've been watching the show. You see <laughs> Loretta do it. <laughs> she's doing great. She's having fun. Um, okay, so uh, what? how busy was the weekend? What did you guys do? Um, well, we had two tabletops. So Saturday we were at On Target uh, Shooting Range in Laguna Niguel. Um, we were there uh, from the open till about 5 p.m. So we talked to several people. We had three three new members uh, from, from that. And then uh, today we went to the Golden West College. They have a swap meet. And so we were there. They actually have a free speech section. So we had a tabletop there um, and got a lot of people, great conversations. They signed up for the newsletter. Uh, had a lot of questions about first-time firearm ownership, which was fantastic. So it's a, it's a great place to reach out to the community and get them more involved with firearms. So Awesome. Very, very cool. So talk about the auction. What's, what's going on? Tell people how cool the auction is. Well, we've got a lot of great items. Um, the, the auction, I, I know you said this earlier, but it's going to kick off um, on February 7th, so Tuesday at 10 a.m. It's going to go until Thursday, February 16th. Uh, final cutoff is going to be 8 p.m. We'll do a Zoom live so everybody can kind of tune in and see how it goes. I know it gets a little frenzied at the end. Um, we've got a lot of great firearms. There's eight total. Um, we've got a, a lever action, a Winchester, uh, 30 at 30 win. Um, we have a couple of beautiful, never-fired collector's pieces, uh, Smith & Wesson Performance Center Model 627. Wow. Um, it's actually one of, a 1 in 100 three, a 357 Magnum. It's got beautiful engraving on it. Um, a a true a, collector's item. That is a legit true collector's item. That's very cool. Yes. Yeah, we have a Dan Wesson Arms, uh, the Bear Hunter revolver and 44 Magnum. Um, and it's beautiful. It's It's got gold embossment all around it. Um, it's, uh, again, just a beautiful collector's piece, never fired as well. I'm seriously thinking um, about, I, I haven't, I haven't said this out loud, Heather, but I'm very <laughs> seriously thinking about going all out on that one. It's not going to look good on the dash of your Jeep. Yeah, I think it will look great on the dash of my Jeep. That's exactly where it needs to go. <laughs> I, 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 I Take I, his money, but don't let him have the gun. I've been drooling yeah. over that thing. It is so. It is such a nice looking firearm, and I don't really fall yeah, in love with guns. That's not. I don't. You know. I don't get all. Who doesn't fall in love with guns? I don't get all goo goo eyed <laughs> over guns. I really don't. So, but this one, I'm a little goo goo eyed. Okay, keep going. What else we got? You believe that? Yeah, that's a beautiful piece. Um, we've got two custom built ARs. Um, we have two 12 gauge shotguns, a Witherby and an Escort. Nice. And then we we have a Sig Sauer Cross 6.5 Creedmoor. Uh, very that's lightweight a, precision rifle. That's a nice. That's a really nice gun. That too. could go in the back of your. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice gun. It, I think uh, all these are really nice. Keep going. What else do you have? Yeah, um, we also have um, several bottles of wine. Um, there, there's one particular. It's a. It's a I, I love that they call it the Cabernet Sauvignon Rarity Napa Magnum. Ooh, <laughs> like there you this go. Is the Magnum. Um, that one actually, it's a, the bottle of wine list price is twelve seventy five. So a thousand twelve dollars and seventy five cents for a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. How bad could that be? That's right. You just put it right in a in a brown paper bag and. Sit on the yeah, curb. It's not yeah. a two buck chuck. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> and you have you have don't you have? Uh, let's see, you have a trip, right? Yeah, we have. So we have an African safari trip. Yeah. Um, 
And then we also have one of our board members, uh, RJ Green, he actually owns a Duffy boat um, out here in Southern California. And he has graciously donated a three-hour tour <laughs> with three Captain RJ tour. Green. <laughs> you know what a oh, Duffy, Duffy boat, boat is? I was about to ask you, do you know what a Duffy a boat Duffy is? A Duffy boat is an electric boat. That's what makes it a Duffy boat? Right. Correct? Okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and yep. it has so no exhaust electric. noises. They're super nice. They're super nice. Yeah, yeah. It's and his isn't just like the rental one. He's yeah. got it. It's his not. boat, so he's got like a microwave and a mini fridge in there. Uh, so how about that? He's styling. Someone asked me the other day, wondering. they said, well, what's a Duffy boat? And I said, you know, it's one of those boats that kind of looks like the Jungle Cruise on Disney. Right, it kind of exactly. looks like that. <laughs> that. That's a good analogy. Like, yeah, all right. But I didn't know that they were completely electric. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I was hoping y'all got my three-hour tour reference there. I don't know. Does I did. Action Jackson, does he does he know Gilligan's Island at all? He might. Do you know? <laughs> you Jackson, know you Gilligan's know? Island, right? <laughs> and the minnow, and the skipper, and the skipper. I, and by the way, I just realized this Halloween, you and I are going as as the as uh, the captain and or the oh skipper. Oh my and, uh, gosh! If that's and, not uh, the truth. Gilligan, yeah, you're absolutely. I'm going to be Gilligan though. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying real hard. Call I mean, me little buddy. He's only Hi, nine years old, but he doesn't even know who Spanky and the Gang is. Spanky and the Gang. But he looks like skipper. one of the kids from Spanky and the Gang. I suppose he does. You, you don't know who Gilligan is, though. Gilligan's Island. No. No. Well, you're good. Th- are you writing all these down? Because you have lots of movies to watch. Uh, no, I can't say that I was. The entire 20th century of TV. Yeah, of TV. I'm going to get you to watch every one of them. Goodness. Well, that's awesome, Heather. Okay, so let's. What else talk- you got? Anything else cool on the auction list? There's actually there, there's also um, three hours of training by your own Alicia Curtin. There you go. It's on there. Well, there you go. Three hour of training with Alicia Curtin. That's awesome. What does that? What does that look like, Alicia? It depends on what they need. So anything they want to work anything on. Anything they need. Yeah. Can they break it up? Like, what if they say, "Hey, I want yeah. one hour"? Or what if they say, "Hey, I want uh, me and my friend to come for an hour and a half." they do something like that? Or? As far as I'm concerned, the time is theirs to spend how they want. If they want to bring a friend, that just means that we may not get as far, but I'm not going to have the time we, because there's two people. Can no, we talk they gardening? They get the full three hours. Whatever you want. Can we do guns and roses? Did you know she's a master gardener? I did. I did. <laughs> she can shovel your tomatoes better than anybody. I, <laughs> I don't even know what that <laughs> I've never wanted my tomatoes shoveled. To, but you ever had her tomatoes? I don't, think I've had her, I don't think I've had your tomatoes. All right, let's get back. Anyway, so we got this auction. So, so they so three hours a day. What is this? You you teach a discount guide, Mart, right? I do. Correct. And uh, three hours, and that's a very generous donation. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's absolutely. very very cool. What what motivated yeah. you to donate? You know, I just I, it was an opportunity to work with somebody, somebody that uh, that I may not have otherwise reached. So there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the the okay. So people, what do they what do they get to do? If I want to, if I, if I'm listening, I'm like, well, I at least want to take a look at this. What what do they got to go do? Um, well, they they're got to go to the website. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have it up under our events. I'm gonna make sure that we have it under all the three packs um, under our events page, so they can go and click on it and click to the link. Um, the link is actually going to be aes bid dot co. And it's slash B-I-D-O-C-G-O-2-3. 
I'm going to put it in the chat too yeah. on on YouTube. For Don't those. worry. It's, yeah, it's, we'll, it's a weird one. You, we'll be able to. You, <laughs> we'll have the link. Check our so check our emails either Gun Owners Radio or Orange County Gun Owners or San Diego County Gun Owners or Inland Empire, or uh, uh, it'll be up on our uh, up on our events page. You, you'll, so okay, so they click on the link and then what do they have to do? They have to sign up and have a what a username and a password, right? Yeah, so they have to hit the register button. If they're on a a computer, it's going to be in the bottom left-hand corner. If you're on your mobile phone, you're going to see a little square with three lines in the top right-hand corner and click on that, and it'll take you. You'll see the register button, and then they just have to fill out their name, address, phone number, email, and a credit card, and that will register them. It'll give them a bid number, and then once the bidding is live, that's going to, again, it's going to go live Tuesday the 7th at 10 a.m., they just they can go in, start to look and see. You can start to preview some of them now, like the firearms are up, but um, it's all going to go live so you can actually bid on that Tuesday morning. Um, and then once you decide you want to bid on something, you're going to click to bid on it, and then it's going to ask your bidder number and your last name to confirm. So you want to just keep those in mind and keep the keep your bidder number and make sure you know your last name already. So you're good <laughs> there. You got one out of two. <laughs> So it's free to sign up, free to sign, free to register. All you got to do is, you know, register, and then you go check things out if you want to bid. And it, there's actually some really cool options. Like if you decide, hey, I really want this whatever, uh, this gun, um, and I'm willing to go up to, you know, $1,000 on it, and, and you can actually put that. You can say, hey, um, you know, automatically bid in whatever, $50 increments or whatever, um, up to your maximum thousand dollars, so you don't have to sit there and watch the whole time, um, because again, the the highest bid at eight p.m. on February sixteenth, they're the one that's going to win. Um, but I want you to know that uh, you know uh, there's a lot of really cool high tech ways to uh, to make this easy, especially if you're bidding on more than one item. So, yeah, and it will ask you too if you would like text notifications. Um, definitely say yes to that because it will tell you then if you have a bid and somebody else bids on it, it'll let you know. So it'll keep you informed through the whole open bid process too. But I think this thing's going to go really, really well. It is not the first time we've done an online auction, and all of them have been a huge hit. We're going to add some more items as the days go. Um, but uh, we'll probably have everything. We'll definitely have everything out by, like, I'm going to say, like, the 12th or 13th or somewhere around there. So, Heather, um, look, for our, what, look for our emails, right? Or go to the events page. Uh, register. Yes. What else do you want to tell them? Um, yeah, just just get on there early. Go ahead and get pre-registered so you can keep keep up to date. Um, subscribe to our newsletters, and that's where you're going to see updates. We're going to send out as as things go live. So. And don't keep it a secret. You know other gun guys and gun ladies. Then please let them know and let them bid as well. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, kid. Fun having you on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, is there a better tool that empowers a woman to defend against an attacker than 100 pounds bigger? That's why it's so important. Women uh, need to learn how to defend themselves with the most effective and self-defense tool ever invented. 
And for women, led by women, that not me program is designed to help with training, purchasing a gun, and getting a concealed carry permit. And guess what? It's totally free. To sign up, go to notmesd.org. The program is also available in Orange County and Inland Empire. Get help today, notmesd.org. So did you see the press conference, Gavin Newsom, on Tuesday, Dave? Uh, no, I didn't. Alicia, you saw it, didn't you? I can only stomach a little bit, but yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was, it, I don't, mm. uh, I don't say that lightly. I know we, we kind of, you know, sound the alarms a lot, um, but his press conference, that, that was, that's one of the worst displays I've ever seen uh, of, of a public official, you know, at a press conference. Was talking it presidential? About actual, well, clearly he, that's what he's, you know, clearly know. that's what he's angling for. But I mean, did he, did he, did he come across as a presidential candidate? I, I thought he came across as uh, angry and he came across as unprepared and, and, and he was not uh, willing at all to defend this piece of legislation that he thinks is so important. Hmm. So it's really, really bad. He's a big jerk. We all hate Gavin. I got to talk about what a jerk he is on KUSI. That's always a good time. Yes. And I wanted to bring my good friend, attorney John Dillon, on and talk a little bit more about just what a jerk Gavin is. How you doing, John? How's it going, guys? Good, man. How you Thanks been? For having me. I've been good. I've been good. Busy. You know, since the, since the Bruin decision, we've had lots to do. Uh, and because of actions the governor has taken just like this latest press conference and new legislation uh he's given us more stuff to do on a daily basis and so, more so, stuff to deal with so talk about that what did what that press conference was unbelievable yeah. what were your thoughts on it did you watch the whole thing unbelievable yeah. yeah i did unfortunately i forced myself to sit there and watch the whole thing uh and just listen to the propaganda and just disgusting, uh, you know, virtue signaling uh, and blame being cast out uh, on lawful gun owners when, you know, in, re- in reality, we had nothing to do with uh, any of this crime they're referring to. And, you know, the actions that they're proposing and the, the laws that they're proposing are quite literally going to do nothing to stop any type of crime, let alone you know, gun crime in the state of California. I'd argue um, that, that they're actually, it'll make it worse. It will. It will. So just <clears throat> to lay a little general groundwork here. So uh, you know, after the most recent shootings, uh, the Monterey Bay shooting, and then uh, the half, or sorry, Monterey Park, and then the Half Moon Bay, half Moon Bay shootings that happened a few weeks ago, uh, the response to these mass shootings, uh, according to the state and the governor and our attorney general, is to essentially prohibit lawful concealed carry anywhere in the state and make the entire state of California a gun-free zone or a sensitive place where you cannot lawfully carry a firearm. Um, and, and the crazy, like insane part about this is they blatantly state that this was a result in, you know, of these mass shootings, but let, let's take a look at what these mass shootings were. We had a 72-year-old shooter and a 67-year-old shooter uh, that committed these you know, atrocities, uh, neither of which were concealed carry holders that just went bad and started shooting people because they had a gun on them. Um, one of them at least had a gun that seems to, be, to have been outlawed in this state for the past 20 years. So 
you know, the state's current assault weapons ban uh, is definitely not working and it hasn't worked. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm suing the state over it. Uh, but, it, it, you know, the law that they're proposing is literally a pure restriction on lawful carrying of firearms on a group of people, uh, you know, concealed carry holders who have like one of the smallest crime rates out of any group in the country. Uh, you know, and arguably it's, you know, one twelfth the amount of crime that police officers commit. So, so just to, I just going after the good people. Here. So <laughs> see what you're saying there is as a group, CCW holders commit fewer crimes than the general population. They commit fewer crimes than as a group police officers. Right? Yeah. That's what you're referring to. Yeah. And because two crazy guys, you know, committed these mass shootings, all the lawful, law abiding, concealed carry permit holders who have shown time and time again that they are lawful, good citizens that only want to protect themselves and others. Uh, we're getting punished uh, because two crazy people, you know, did terrible atrocities. So it's it's just it, it's an insanity that I really it's it I have trouble comprehending because any objective look at the legislation that's being proposed. It shows that it has nothing to do with what happened. It has it offers no solutions in any way to stop the you know any mass shootings from happening, and it's just a, a continuation of the state's um, just insane way of not trying to actually stop you know criminals from committing crimes, but just punishing law-abiding people for you know the crimes of criminals. It's it's just terrible. It's disgusting. Uh, and it just shows that none of this, none of these laws, Senate Bill 2, assault weapons ban, magazine ban, everything that California prohibits has absolutely nothing to do with safety and protecting its citizens. All The only mission is to ban guns and control people. What did you think, it. what did you think of the, a reporter asked the question, basically said, well, I'm paraphrasing, but the question was basically, well, what what problem are we trying to solve with CCW holders? Or, you know, what problems are happening with CCW holders? And his reaction was uh, to kind of bite back at her, and he didn't answer the question ultimately. He's a politician. Yeah, and he got this huge attitude. What What did you think of that? Yeah, it's just immediate deflection and bringing up uh, you know other facts that have nothing to do with the the question that was posed to him, and, and it's you know there's a reason he did that because he can't just openly say, well, I hate guns and I hate gun owners and I want to restrict them as much as I can, like that. That's the, the honest to God truth. Um, he, he doesn't like people that like guns. He doesn't like guns. And so he's going to do everything he possibly can to restrict lawful gun ownership. Nothing in that speech of all the people that we were talking, none of them offered any solution to crimes or criminals. It's just, oh, well, because people commit crimes, we're going to go after the good people that haven't committed crimes. These laws don't address criminal behavior in the slightest. You know, and one of the most infuriating portions of this speech is you know when uh, Governor Newsom was you know discussing the Bruin decision that came out when he, that's the, the Supreme Court decision that came out last June, you know reaffirming the decision in Heller and you know the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms, and 
when he referred to the right to keep and bear arms and the right to conceal and carry, he quite literally used air quotes when he said the right to carry concealed weapons. And it's just baffling to me that he could try to, you know, undermine the fact that the right to carry a gun is a fundamental constitutional right. It's right there explicitly stated in the Bill of Rights in the Second Amendment. You know, it's been explicitly stated by more than one United States Supreme Court decision. And he refers, you know, and when he's talking about all this, he, he's referring to the Constitution, Supreme Court of the United States, and you know federal judges who have applied the actual constitutional framework that they should as ideologues. And, and it's just, it's disgusting because you have a governor who is openly decrying a contempt for our fundamental rights and our Constitution. And that's exactly what he did. He has no respect for Constitution. And it's also shown this new law that they're trying to push, you know, making all of California a sensitive place where you can't carry lawfully. Uh, these are these are just like other bills that have been pushed in, I believe, New Jersey and New York. And federal judges have already struck them down. Right. They know this stuff's unconstitutional. They don't care. Well, and he, that's the scary part. When you they, refer, they know it's unconstitutional. Newsom referred to the Second Amendment as a suicide pact. When you do that, there is there, you know, that should be political suicide. We, he should be, he should never be elected for anything. We should never take him seriously about anything, let alone the Second Amendment ever again. Um, and yeah, in, I mean, it, we need to bring that era scary. back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. You know, I literally, I, I about lost it when I was listening to him rant, uh, and that's what it was. It wasn't a speech. It wasn't uh, a way to try to push forward with, you know, better ways to protect his citizens. It was a blind rant of an ignorant, or willfully ignorant, and frankly, just uh, immoral man. <laughs> I can't. So how, how worried are you? I mean, do you think, is it, is it, is it as clean cut as, Hey, it's going to pass and then we'll get an injunction and then we'll overturn it. Or is anything ever that clean cut? Oh, I mean, you can simplify it down to it, it being that clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. Our legislature and our governor are going to pass this, this restriction uh, again, and this ban on concealed carry. Um, you know, our, our legislature have, has already shown and admitted openly that they don't care if something's unconstitutional. They let the courts sort that out. So, yeah, they're going to pass this law uh, and we're going to sue over it. And because I, I don't care, you know, how much you rant and whine uh, in front of a camera, you don't get to infringe on my rights and you don't get to infringe on other people's rights. I, I don't care who you are. Uh, and so when the governor of California comes out and openly, uh, you know, condemns a, a fundamental right, you know, great challenge accepted. Let's go. I have no problem going to court for that one. <laughs> um, so we'll do that. And, you know, we're it, it'll, it'll be a, a while. But, you know, it's, it's so clear what the uh, the Supreme Court has said that we're going to win and, and we're going to keep winning. All right. Well, now that you're fired up, go out back, chop a cord of wood, because I know I that's been on your list. Feed a turtle or two. No, he's got to chop that's wood. Good. All right, buddy. Hey, it's All always right, good. Always good hearing from you. 
Thank you, John. All right. Good to be here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, oh, it's right around the corner. We're going to stump Mike's nephew right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. A self-defense event happens in seconds. And in the time it takes to listen to this commercial, your life could change forever. I pray you never are forced to shoot in self-defense. But if you must, then you must be ready. That's why the USCCA exists, because every responsibly armed American should have the training and education to navigate a self-defense situation. And should you ever need it, the 24-7 Critical Response Team is right there for you. To discover more about USCCA, visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. Act now because the life you save could be your own. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R. Time for everybody's favorite segment. We found out years ago that my nephew, Sam, the gunman, is excellent at gun trivia. So if you send in a question and we use it on the air, we'll send you a hat or a shirt and if you stump my nephew, we'll give you a special prize, which will probably be seats to one of, the, one of the three gun proms we have coming up this year, depending on where you are. So so that's uh, that's what you're in this for. Um, extremely difficult to stump my nephew, but we're going to give it a try. Sam, you there? Yeah, how are you guys? Fantastic. We have a, a special guest question reader today. Her name's Loretta. She's from the beautiful Orange County. Hey, Sam. Okay. Hey, how are you? Good, thanks. So today's question comes from Kirk from Los Angeles. So congratulations on the hat or the shirt, Kirk. The question is, what is the difference between an AK-47 and an AKM? Oh. Kurt from Los Angeles. Uh, thanks very much for writing in. Sorry you live in Los Angeles, but, uh, <laughs> well, someone's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> That's a real place, Los Angeles. So um, when people say AK-47, usually what they mean is AKM. Um, The AK family of weapons has many members. Uh, Strictly speaking, um, what what an AK-47 really is, is um, the early patterns. They call them type 1, type 2, and type 3. Um, Most of them have milled receivers. They have a little bit of a different pistol grip and stock profile. Um, they have no muzzle device. The, the AKM, which was introduced in 1953, if I recall correctly, is what you typically see in photographs from war zones and in, uh, as movie props and, and all sorts of things like that. Um, and that's the stamped receiver pattern. Um, so they, they moved to a stamped receiver, which cut off something like a pound of weight, um, they changed the furniture a little bit, uh, made some other minor changes inside and out, and uh, also visually distinctive, added a uh, small muzzle device uh, that people call the sugar scoop because of its shape. That is excellent. It's absolutely minor, minor differences, but uh, I think you got it right. Do you want to, Loretta, you want to le- read the... Uh what the answer was according to Kirk from Los Angeles. Yes, the original AK-47s were heavy and unreliable, recognized by their heavy milled steel receivers. They were 
were replaced by the AKM in 1959, which used a much lighter, pressed, riveted, and spot-wielded design. The AKM had an improved firing mechanism, which reduced out-of-breach shell detonations, and AKMs also featured a chambered muzzle brake, exhausting muzzle gases upward and to the right to reduce muzzle rise in automatic firing. Sam, do you know what AKM stands for? Uh, well, I don't speak Russian, um, <laughs> but the the M, um, I, I won't even try you, to pronounce it. It, <laughs> it, it. it translates to improved or modernized. At, at, av, tomat, Kalishnikova, modern, kiravani. Automatic, <laughs> Kalishnikov, modernized. You got it, modernized, that's it. Congratulations, very nice job. Um, you know that uh, the sugar scoop is such a... Um, such a sweet thing. Such a sweet thing. But it's a cool, um, it's a kind of a cool difference. It's a good example of the difference between the Soviet military and the American military. Uh, tell me if you agree or disagree. It's all it does. It's just an extended piece of barrel that helps hopefully keep the, you know, the muzzle down. Whereas uh, Americans, we did this whole like tuning job with our, with our with our muzzle devices and all this science and technology and en- engineering goes into it, and all they did was just kind of make the bottom half of the barrel a little bit longer, so the gases pushed it down, which is you know a huge huge. It, it's a big difference between the way the two militaries uh, treated those problems, which is kind of interesting. I don't know what are, what are your thoughts on that, Sam? Well, it's a little bit more sophisticated than that, believe it or not. Um, even the, in terms of design, the muzzle device, yeah, it is very simple. Um, it, it doesn't do much in the way of flash suppression, whereas the A1 and A2 muzzle devices are tremendously effective uh, at, at suppressing muzzle flash. But um, even going back to the very first production AKs that were actually issued in a military capacity, they all had threaded barrels, but they just came with muzzle nuts. Because the the Soviet military uh, knew that eventually they wanted to put some kind of a muzzle device on the rifle, but um, if I again if I understand correctly, they weren't quite sure what they wanted to do yet until uh, the 50s with the the AKM with its uh, slant comp, and then um, later on the uh, AK-74 family moved to that that chambered muzzle brake thing. Mental note, good name for a shooting club, the Muzzle Nuts. <laughs> I think that's a great name. <laughs> it's a great name, right? All right, Sam, awesome job. Tell us, you want to talk to us about your article, your, your latest sure, blog? Please. I got yelled at. Your, uh, your momager yelled at me for calling them articles. She said, they're not articles, they're blogs. All right, all right. They are, yes, they are blog posts. Yeah, okay, um, so what? So, uh, tell us about your latest blog post. My latest post, you can read it on the SDCGO blog, and uh, I believe those of the sister organizations. It is called Gruesome Newsome Never Let's a Tragedy Go to Waste. And my point there is basically that um, in in the wake of these these tragic uh, mass shootings in, in California recently, the, the past month or so, um, Gavin Newsom has not done any of the, the sort of mea culpa, you know, maybe we were wrong about, um, these gun control measures, but instead he continued to push for the kind of stuff he's already advocated that, uh, has, has proven it, it doesn't stop these sorts of events. Um, in, in one of these cases, the, the shooter actually used a firearm that was already illegal in California, uh, or it, yeah. It's so 
he, he's just he's doubling down and and he's politicizing a tragedy. That's all it is. Excellent article. Very timely. Uh, fantastic job. Appreciate it very, very much. You're doing a bang up job and uh, good job on the uh, saving me some gun prom tickets today. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to keep uh, try to keep helping you with that. I have a new blog post going up tomorrow at noon Pacific, uh, nine a.m. Eastern. Uh, so for the probably three people in my time zone who are listening, so there you go. New, wait a minute, noon Pacific and nine a.m. Eastern. I think it's the other way around, isn't it? Or, yeah, other. I'm sorry, <laughs> other way around. Yeah, nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh, yeah, that was, that was, it was going to be very confusing for all of our East Coast listeners. Yes. So I wanted to well, make sure we got as a special promotion. I've I've uh, managed to get the Earth to rotate backwards for three <laughs> hours uh, to promote Man. my blog post. You pulled the Superman. Nice. All right, but where do people go for that? The SDCGO blog, San Diego County Gun Owners dot org or dot com, uh, whatever it is, slash blog. Yep, go to the website, San Diego County Gun Owners dot com slash blog, or go to Orange County Gun Owners dot com slash blog, or go to Inland Empire Gun Owners dot com slash blog. Any one of the three, the extension is slash blog. Perfect. Thanks, man. Awesome Thanks, job. Man. Thanks so, for me you bet. So, Loretta, you got to see the the magic behind the, uh, you know, how, how do we do? Today? Very, very fun. Very interesting. First time on radio? Mm, no. Okay. So you're a pro? Can't say that okay. yet. And have you ever shot a gun before? Many times. <laughs> Where do you do your training? She had a look in her eye when she said that. <laughs> Where don't I do my training? Really? I All go right. around. I get around. Yeah. Who who who's your who's your favorite? My favorite mentor. Well, your favorite place to do your training up in Orange County. I'm throwing you a softball Ooh. here. Oh, well, I mean, I like Prado. Okay. I love to run and gun. Nice. I like to be able to move. What about uh, Artemis? Well, that's we go to Prado when we do live fire shooting. Nice, 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 nice. But yes, they, I, it just has to stop. Artemis My neck is, is starting. Artemis to hurt. is fantastic. <laughs> it's starting to hurt. I'm doing. <laughs> Well, thank you for so so much for being on the show. You're a proud member of Orange County Gun Owners, right? That's right. And you were just at our monthly meeting. How do we do yep, at the monthly meeting? That was very interesting. You talked Good. about. I loved sharing the law cases that you were talking about with my other firearms friends and keeping them posted. I know we're all into the same topic because it's necessary. Right. I feel like that's almost more necessary before you even start the shooting is to understand what you're signing up for. Right, and that you knew so you knew uh, their, the executive director. You knew Heather from a different world, right? Yep, she and I have been mountain cy- mountain biking, cycling friends for a decade or so, something like that. Nice, awesome. Well, there you go. So, when are you getting a bike? I'm not <laughs> getting a bike. I'm not I getting a bike. See you. I forgot how to ride. I want to see you in tights coming down a mountain hill on a. I don't even know what bike. <laughs> God, we, you and I can get that arranged. I will get a camera. <laughs> I will get a camera for that one. Let me know so I can be there. Yeah, I had a. She worked all the way across this counter just to get a mic to be able to say that. I'd rather get a trike. You know, like what with a big wheel, a big wheel. That'd be awesome. They make them with motors. There's a. There's my million dollar idea. We're gonna make big wheel trikes for adults. Yeah. How cool would that? I know. Put Harley motors on them. Is that already a thing? That's already a thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I wasn't going to hurt your feelings. Right. Like somebody in the back room. Now it's only a $1,000 idea, I guess. I know. I guess I better tell people to. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. sign up. The, everybody go to the auction and uh, bid, folks. This is going to be very, very cool. we got a lot of cool prizes. You're screwing up my ending. Go for it. Super Scri- Dave. Oh, there it goes. There's the music. Subscribe to I our show. I didn't mean show. to interrupt. Give up five stars. 
You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and stop by our sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, State Street, San Diego Flight Training International, U.S. Concealed Carry, and we have big thanks to Alicia Curtin, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, Brendan Thomas, and our very special guest, Loretta, right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.